0: Hello, and welcome to The Screen Queen, the show about your favorite movie or your favorite television show. Thank you for listening, and now here's your host, your Screen Queen, Samantha Parrish. Hello there, film fans. This is your Screen Queen, your MC of entertainment, The Screen Queen. And if you're a fan of film like me, then you, my friend, are in the right place, as this is going to be the show all about movies television shows. This podcast has everything to do with movies. If there's some things that you don't know about your favorite film or your favorite TV show, then this podcast station is the place to know all about it. Now, a little something to know about this podcast. This was completely unplanned. I had no idea that I'd be sitting in my podcast booth, which is my closet, and going into my second podcast show, as I already do one called the Paris Passages Podcast Show, which is about writing and creativity, and I try to sprinkle in a little bit of movies here and there. And as much as I talk about movies out loud, I talk about them to my friends, and they know me as the movie buff, the walking Wikipedia, and I never really had a medium to talk about, that even though the medium was right in front of me, I just never thought that I could do a show about movies. And then I was like, you know what? (laughs) I can. And I will. And I did. And here I am in my podcast closet recording the introductory episode. And I'm finally excited that I got to finally just rip the lid off the jar and just let everything fly out. And I finally get to be a commentator about movies on this platform. So thank you so much for joining me on this new path of mine as a podcaster to finally get to talk about movies. But as I said that, everyone talks about movies. You're probably wondering, what makes me different than the other commentators and critiquers about movies? Well, I'm the same. A lot of people that talk about movies, they have They talk the same, but the thing that matters most is the enthusiasm. I love a good, enthusiastic reviewer. Whether they are mad as hell like Siskel and Ebert, (laughs) if you've ever seen any of their reviews. I love reviewers like The Nostalgia Critic, Doug Walker, CinemaSins. They have always been my inspirations of movie reviewing and keeping my thoughts and opinions open To a certain movie that maybe I didn't think too fondly of and to know what else there is to know about this movie. What what did it contribute to film and cinema and overall the history of cinema? How did it impact society? What was the overall census majority of the way that it reacted in many audiences? These are a lot of things that I have thought about for years as I began to grow as a film enthusiast. Now, I don't really have any experience in film. The only thing I have is a couple of novice things on YouTube here and there. And I've only ever taken one cinema class. And that was back in high school to learn the whole history about how movies came to be. The way I talk about movies is the same way I always have. I have these questions that I want to share. I have these thoughts that I would love someone to hear about a certain movie so that way they'll think differently about this movie the way I did or that television show or that actor or that anything in general. I want that to be brought here to make you feel differently. But I also don't want to deprive the experience of the movie or the television show to you. That is the one thing that you'll never hear on this show is negative context in such a way that it deprives you, the viewer, as a chance to watch something you're interested in. I've had that happen many times where I listened to someone else's opinion and I ended up taking away my own experience of getting to see this movie or TV show for myself. When it comes to movies and television shows, I keep it pretty neutral. If there's something that I don't entirely agree with or I want to know why, I'm not going to sit there and rage and scream and be upset over someone who doesn't agree with me, and I'm open. I'll sit there and go, okay, tell me what I don't know. I love to expand my mind. I love to be able to know something about a piece of media and makes me think differently about that, even if it's something that I don't entirely care for because I don't believe in hating movies or TV shows. I can't hate something that isn't my thing. I'm in charge of what I like. (laughs) If it's not my thing, I'm not going to hate it because life's too short to hate a piece of media. So the tone in the show is going to be very neutral. I'm going to be giving my two cents about something, but it's not going to feel like I'm trying to negatively impact you. All I have here is just some neutral stuff about movies and television shows that someone may have not known that it has helped me as a film buff keep it chill keep it simple and to know that it's just a story it's just a piece of media it had an impact some way and it does something for someone even though it might not do it for me but now I know more about it and that's all that really matters you get to have your enjoyment and the bottom line like I've always told everyone you choose how you want to be entertained you choose how you want this piece of media you choose how you want that you're in control of what it is. So now that you know the tone about this show, I also want to let you know who your podcaster is going to be in this podcast. So as I mentioned, my name is Samantha Parrish. It is very nice to meet you in this virtual format, and thank you so much for joining the show and being a part of it. You are amazing and fantastic. So I've mentioned how much I love movies. It's very apparent. Otherwise, I wouldn't be sitting here in my podcasting booth talking about movies. Movies has been a part of my life since my early days of having leukemia. When I was very young, when I was barely two years old, I was diagnosed with leukemia. And I spent a majority of my infancy in the hospital. And the only thing that I could really do was play with my Barbie dolls. My family came to see me and they always had a wide variety of VHS tapes. And that definitely came in handy when the doctors and nurses came in with the needles and the IVs and the stuff and a lot of things. It was good to have some colorful noise back then. (laughs) And even though I can't tell you how much I remember, the one thing I always remember is being in that hospital room watching the Wizard of Oz, or watching Alvin the Chipmunks, watching Gordy, and my family would often tell me my reaction to watching these movies and TV shows was that it actually got me up and moving and grooving. I would be dancing along with the kids, and this wasn't just something where you put on a TV show to a kid and it entertains them, like, it stuck with me. And it still continued to stick with me. And when I got out of the hospital, when I went into remission in March of 2000, I was very lost. I did not have any friends in the hospital, and I didn't really have a whole lot of friends um, outside the hospital either. And so starting school was kind of rough, where I didn't really know anybody and didn't really know what to do. And I would come home, and the first thing I would see was anime on the Toonami slot at 5 o'clock on Cartoon Network. And that became my life, my imagination. And from then on, it escalated. And when DVDs came along, that was the game changer. That just further fed everything for me as a movie buff as a child. When I would go on that DVD and watch the movie and be inspired and have imagination and further fed me as an eventual storyteller... I would see the special features. And I don't know if a lot of kids did this, but I would watch the special features over and over again. Even though I had no idea what these actors were and what exactly had to happen for this movie, I still felt like I had some speck of understanding of something that I would eventually have. We all have these interests in our lives, in It's something that only you will know that you have such a strong interest in that you will eventually understand it. So in a way, I felt like I was meant to watch these special features that these certain terms would be stuck in my head and I would eventually remember them later on, knowing this is how this works. And I would tell these special features to my mom and my grandparents, my friends, and I got to share these things. And at the same time, I got the whole talk like, Sammy, you can't be talking about movies all the time. You're going to have to talk about other stuff. I was told that at six years old and I'm still told that at 26 years old. So nothing changed, obviously. (laughs) Movie talk can be seen as something like it's a non-social thing or it does nothing to the intellect of a conversation. But really, a lot of smart people I know talk about movies. They talk about that as ways to describe something, and if you even look at some special features or IMDb trivia, a lot of people in FBI, CDC, will cite films as a shortcut to explain something and will hail a film as the greatest example of a certain psychological stance or a military example. So... Movies do have a part to play in very intelligent conversations, so I never want to hear anybody talk about how movies don't add things to conversations or it's bad to talk about movies. It's not. It's a part of our lives every day. It's a part of lives, and it's not bad to love movies. I'm very proud that movies have a place in my life for what they've done for me because it led to the most important thing for me to be a published author. I never went to school to be a writer I learned offhand from reading fanfics and what my friends have taught me for grammatical mistakes and always learning and going back to my notes as a high schooler because you don't really have to go to college to be a writer or an author which definitely made me feel better because school and me were not the best of friends no we were not. When I got to be a writer And I was working on my second story, which would eventually be my first published book. I thought, you know, I can do whatever I want. And the one thing I wanted to do was to make a book that had so many movie references and TV show references that nothing and no one could stop me. I could do that. That's the beautiful thing about being a creator is that you can literally create whatever you want in your own style. So if I want to talk about movies for references that my characters make, so be it. I had a fun fucking time doing it. Excuse my language. It was fantastic being able to put that in there. I think I've lost count how many times I put a media reference point, And it made me feel so much better as a writer that I didn't have to write a certain way. I could write the way I want to. And the way I write is to make media references. That's my way of talking. That's my way. That's who I am. And I put that in my book called *Inglorious Inc. I even tell people that all the time. I say, if you love movies and television shows, you're going to see a lot of references in *Inglorious Inc. I'm telling you that. It is the way I talk. It is who I am. It's been that way since I was the three-year-old in the hospital bed that watched the Wizard of Oz and then being the 10-year-old that watched the Disney movies and then eventually in my teens watching anime and then opening up my horizons to different movies because I continued my expansion of learning about cinema and then taking a cinema class in my junior year of high school so I could know how did movies get here how is this possible And then after high school, still continuing my ways as a movie buff, I continued to use this knowledge and apply it to the movies I watched. And then I got to apply it to writing my first book. And now, here I am, finally making a show about movies and TV. And I did that all talking without a script. So anything is possible. You work hard enough, and you get to do whatever you want. And as my wonderful friend Scott said, that you can create anything, and it doesn't matter if anyone doesn't love it, as long as you love it, and you love it like family. And I will love this podcast like family, and I will treat it with love and care, and getting to put all of myself, well, kind of, I mean, just putting my voice into a podcast. I can't physically put all of myself into this podcast unless Elon Musk makes that possible, which that could happen knowing him. But this podcast is going to have everything I love about movies. I get to talk the way I want to about movies, and I get to share that with you, the audience, the movie lovers out there. And I'm glad that you took a chance on my podcast show To learn something about movies and getting to listen to the stuff that I've said out loud in my room and now it gets to be heard. And thank you so much. So, with all of that sappy stuff said, I'm not going to lie, I got a little bit in my waterline just talking about that. I've told you about how the show works. And then I told you about me and how I got to be the film lover I am today. So how is this show going to work episodically. You and I are both going to know what the next episode is, and I will explain that. I have a lotto system with the way this show is going to be scheduled. In the past when I did my other show, Paris Passages podcast, everything was planned and scripted episodes, and this show I'm just going to take it easy. I'm just going to have fun with it and I'm not going to put too much structure of scheduling and just let the show ride. So now you and I are both going to find out what the first official episode of the screen queen is going to be. Let's see what we got over here. Some good ASMR sounds. Okay. What's it going to be sugar pea? It's going to be, Oh my goodness. This is a treat. We have a topic for the very first episode of the screen queen Your first episode is going to be, this would be a horror film. I know that title sounds very strange and very vague. Uh, It's going to have a better title the next time, so it's explained better, but I'm pretty sure you get the premise of what it's going to be like. So that is your first official episode, and I'm looking forward to doing that, because I have a lot to think about with that episode. That'll be a first fun episode. Alrighty, my fellow movie lovers. Thank you so much for listening to the introduction of this show. I look forward to providing more episodes for you on this podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to the show. You take care, and happy watching. Bye-bye!